はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。は
like yeah fuck yeah fuck <laughs> my liver dude yeah dude yeah yeah it's wave badly. Dude, they're gonna look so terribly. I I don't know if it's always been ah drugs have always been a a a teenager thing. Yeah. Because I was gonna say, are we worse than we were than the generation before us was in terms of like drugs and alcohol? But I think heroin was like pretty popular in the seventies. Oh yeah. So we're not doing heroin at least, but Uh liver livers are gonna get fucked up. Like thirty year old livers are gonna get bro. Niggas are 19 to, like, 20 and now. how's that so, like, normal in society? Like, my parents drink, and they don't even... Like, that's normal to them. They're like, oh, yeah, you want some drinks? But then if I bring up, like, hey, you want to smoke this joint? They'll be like, <gasps> Bro, go back like, to your country. It's just like everything. I'll send you back. It's just like everything. It's just, it, came, it was there before. Alcohol was there first. It was, it was legal at first. Well, it was, it, was it was just normalized first. And then weed became this thing. Right, it was the first thing. Yeah. It became this thing where niggas was scared of it, so they made it illegal, and now it's becoming normal again. It'll be normal Same in like a few years. And now, now psychedelics are coming back into mainstream society. Yeah, U.S. is and like... it's being actually... Like, people are, are doing studies on it, and, like, it's legit. The U.S. is like, what, 70, 11 states into... Um, 11? Yeah, the 11 shit. states uh, have legalized quick. marijuana now. Oh, marijuana. Yeah. yeah, and then now they're doing research into shrooms. Yeah, I think two states have uh, decriminalized uh, mushrooms. Oh, bro. Colorado's one of them. I don't know the other one. I wish I could grab my camera. Sorry. Um, but um, mushrooms is the one that's kind of on the rise right now. Yeah. The they're doing a lot of research on that. Uh, they're and finding MDMA a lot of... as well. Oh, yeah, but that's like... That's I feel like MDMA. Like stuff, I feel like right? MDMA is like its own like underground subgenre. It's just like party, party, party. It party. is, but it's also. But it has it's like borderline good. psychedelic because yeah, it has you use it, right? yeah, in like certain dosage, it's good for like just like bettering relationships and shit. Yeah. Because people say like you're you're more touch in touch. Yeah. Touch just touch is crazy on it. Um, Sensation. Yeah. General. Anything. Anything. And just you're like, like super positive, just right? Just feeling on yeah. someone, just hugging someone feels crazy. And like That's why a lot of niggas have sex on it. Mm. They say it's like having sex with God. <laughs> Haram. Yeah. Blasphemy. <laughs> Blasphemy for real. Um, okay, shit, nigga, we're like seven minutes into it. Yeah. We haven't even touched anything that we wanted to talk about. Well, um, what did we want to talk about? I wanted to talk about Etika, which is funny because it's perfect because you don't know what that is. Uh, who the that YouTuber? is? No, I don't. Etika was a streamer slash YouTuber. Um, he he died, I think, June twenty fifth oh, or June twenty sixth. Uh, he jumped side, off right? a damn bridge. Uh, jumped off a damn bridge. Um, the reason why I wanted to bring it up is because it kind of ties into what we were talking about. Because before he died, he schedule uploaded a YouTube video, which was basically a suicide note slash letter. Um, I'll link it in the description. They took YouTube took down the video, which is very stupid. Why would you take down someone's final words? Yeah. He he didn't show himself killing himself. He just kind of just shared, which is a very positive message. He was sharing, just under a layer of negativity, which is suicide, which is a negative topic. I guess people see it as that, um, and niggas don't want to touch that topic at all. But uh, in the video, he seemed so at peace with it, and he was speaking in past tense. Like if he had, he knew he like by the time the video's up, like he's dead, which is exactly what it was, the situation. Um, and he was like, um, I let it, oh man, I hope this doesn't fall from that wind. It won't. It's a tripod. Three legs, brother. Tripod strength. Uh, shout out the breeze. Anyways, um, he left, uh, the, in the thing, he was like, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I... I betrayed y'all trust. Basically, he suffered from bipolar disorder, um, and there was a, there was this moment where he would have the manic episodes, which is something of like bipolar niggas usually have. It's just this this stupid high when you just feel like you're God and everything is crazy, mm. and um, and you could just you could just be you you, you just say and do whatever. Um, I think on a ep- on a manic episode, he uploaded porn. On his main YouTube channel, 800 plus thousand subscribers, um, and got it taken down on purpose by uploading porn on it. 
and it was just like this past year he's been going downhill and been showing signs of like suicidal like thoughts but his fan base was so trash it's just a bunch of little kids right anyone right. under niggas under 20 who don't really understand that the the, the the concept of mental like health yet they don't take that everything to them is a joke right and he's he's a very like comedic youtuber too so it's like he wouldn't really show like his his persona was to not show you like one of his famous sayings is like no bitch niggas no snitch niggas so it's like to him to just to see him being vulnerable was not a normal thing for them so they would mm. take they wouldn't take him seriously they would they would make fun of him when he went through that whole episode dude there was a, a ig live of people who called they called just to, like security cops hospitals so they could get him hospitalized and they brought like a whole SWAT team because they have to, if they think you're a threat, you're not in your right mind. You don't, you don't know what you could do, right? So they have to bring good equipment and shit. Um, and he streamed it live on Instagram of like the niggas trying to get in his house, Holy eventually do, drilling a hole in his and door. It was his fans that called it, them. Uh, I think I think it was loved ones who were like, he had blocked everyone. That's the one thing with oh. one depression and bipolar, right? You, It's really up to you. All people can do is tell you to get help, right. but until you say it's that's how mental wards work too. They only get you there while you're on the low to get you out of the low. Once you're out of it, they they just get rid of you, and they don't mm. keep you in there until you say you want to be kept in there. So if you're in that state of you're in denial, you're not gonna get the help because the help is something you have to ask for because they can't keep you under under your uh, right. your con your consent. So he got out and then his fans started calling him a clown so on the stream when he came back i watched that stream it was 20 minutes he just feels so off if you see his videos before and the video after that breakdown he just seems so off and he was try i think he was trying to act normal but he kind of knew something was off and he was just in denial Did you just see the denial in his face like the forced of like let me just pretend nothing happened and then all you see in his in his chat section is just clown emojis, and then you're just seeing clown memes, and then and then he's pretending to go with it, but at that point he's just so lost in that seeking approval of like not wanting to feel alone, right. not wanting your fans' approval because you depend on their donations to make a living at that point, um, and at that point too he wasn't making money because they like they stopped donating. He couldn't buy money. He couldn't buy anything, and his fans stopped donating to him because they thought he was trolling. They thought his mental health thing was just trolls. And then they could just kept not taking him seriously, thinking he was doing publicity stunts, until the nigga just fucking ended his life. And then in, in the video, he's like, "I let the social media shit like get to me. I let this social media shit take over. Take this as a lesson. What You're gonna, that? everyone's gonna forget me. Everyone's gonna blah blah blah. But what I what want is you that, to though? know, like he has that retrospective. Like he had that retrospection. It's like, whoa, this is. I think. I think the, the objectivity thing is, of okay, this is not permanent. This is gonna pass, and he knows like what caused it, but he still did it. I think the thing is, he. I think he felt like it was too late, and he was like, the only way is just. You know, suicide is never the way out, but to the person doing it, it is. Like, mm. there's no other way. There's no other reason to do it unless you just, I mean, there's demented people who just kind of want to do it. Like some people probably see it as like a part of like an art thing. Some niggas will probably take art that far. They'll be like the part of the, the performance is for me to kill myself. We've probably, that's probably happened already. The 7 billion niggas, we've been alive for like years. Someone has already probably already suicided yeah. for the sake of art. But for someone that's coming from a ill, mentally ill place, I think from their perspective there is no way out mm. and that is the only way out on the looking out being out looking in there is definitely a way out it's just you're just in a and you're just at rock bottom that's mm. all it is you're just at rock bottom it'll get better it just doesn't seem like it you've done a lot of actions that have brought you to this place but like just just get that help niggas there's niggas who study this shit and know how to get you out of this place yeah. right um but to you it doesn't seem this way you're already mentally ill. You have this disorder you're fighting, or this mental state of mind that you're that you're in. It's like mm. being in the in the traffic. And there's you no real see. there's no real infrastructure to pull you out. Exactly. Either. And and you it's up to you to admit to yourself. But I think by the time he realized what was going on, he just felt like that was his only way out. Like way out. His only way out was to do it. 
and he's like smiling bro he's like <laughs> he's like he's he's calling he's calling other youtubers out he's like yeah um i wish you the best no 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 this other youtuber i'm sorry if i made you if i scared you blah 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 and he's just smiling as he's saying that and he's just like just take this as a lesson like that social media shit got to me so i think he just got over consumed by the same thing that we've been fucking talking about this entire time it's just you build yourself you get famous off of a persona that isn't you even though he was being himself of course but there's a certain there's a certain vibe you have to bring right. to stream. He has a certain identity and he has yeah. to keep it up. There's a certain thing. Like, Etika is not his name. Etika is just the YouTuber. Right. And he's supposed to play Etika. And I think just playing that character over and over again got into his head. And when he needed help, the Etika character would still had to stay alive. Right. So he had to always... And it was almost more had more value than his real self yeah he just started to value it more than his than desmond desmond is his real name um i think he just pushed desmond out but desmond was the real was the real person mm -hmm. etika was a figment of his and his fans imagination but desmond was was the real thing and he's i think he just stopped paying attention to desmond and all of his fans did not help either mm -hmm. all of his fans enabled it and and all uh, like some other youtubers enabled it they just called it publicity stunts and that's the i think that's the the big ethical conversation right it's like the thing with famous people is how especially with just mental stuff like with mental health is like how do you you can it's it's so how do you draw the line between like call like crying like what's that it's thing? just it's just hard crying wolf because because telling someone that they're doing shit for attention if they're not doing it for attention is very very bad for them mm -hmm. right like if they're seeking help and you're telling right, them they're doing they it for crushed. attention they're gonna believe you because yeah. they're in a state of being so suggestible one and two they're so vulnerable right when they're if, if they're if they're opening up to you they're being super vulnerable and they're they're obviously opening opening up to you about something so private because they they want to hear your opinion about it so they value it. Mm -hmm. So if you tell them you're just being extra, you're not being serious, you're just doing this for attention, the chances of them believing you and then suppressing that even more are so high. And the thing is, the more you suppress it, the worse it is. So he just kept locking himself away, and then blocking people. Like his ex was trying to be in contact with him to get him to get help. Um, he would block her, he would block his friends to the point where it was just him and his fuck mm. and those fucked up thoughts and no one to pull him out of it. And his fans were putting clown memes on his Twitter. So every time you'd log into social media, all you're seeing is representations of yourself as a clown. And he tried to play with that, go with it. Like he would, he would post, retweet some of those memes, but that's just him trying to act like he's not phased right. by it right and but you see you see how that just ties in with what we've been talking about right mm -hmm. it's just and i it's like uh, it's a closed loop of just like just feedback like feedback and it doesn't matter if it's positive or negative and it's like yeah it's like you can't get out of it really because like that's how you made his living too right yeah that's how he that's how he made a living he was a streamer that was his job he was a youtuber slash streamer so his money is made off donations mm. i watch streams of him getting like three thousand five hundred in one donation in one stream so it's like an up and down thing it's a it's a it's a are your fans vibing with you or not so it's a constant chase you of their to, you have to make that boundary for yourself too like you can't just be you can't rely on social media for all that like i uh you know magnus Magnus Ronan? Yeah. Yeah. Like he had, he posted on, uh, it's either Instagram or I heard it on YouTube. He was saying like he was addicted to like the likes and like just posting content. But he, it got to a point where like he was like, I don't know if he was depressed, but he like he let it get to him, like all the comments and shit. And he was checking his Instagram every single day. But then it got to a point where he was like, fuck, like this is too much. Now he doesn't even check it. He said. Yeah. Now he's probably just chilling, doing whatever. Um, but that's the thing when you make it when you do it for a living especially when you make a living off donations mm. you have to make sure those people want to donate to you all the time so you're constantly trying to please them so that they give you money so that you can afford your next meal 
So imagine the pressure, bro. Really authentic, um, I was watching a video. Well, it depends because if you're being yourself, day one, he was himself. It's just, it's just he was the 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 high part of himself, right? Mm. It, he was the the positive part of himself that. Like he's himself, but he's still playing a character. He's still streaming. He can't right. be boring. Right, right, he can't right. be boring on stream. You have to say. You have to constantly be saying something. It's like a podcast. You can't just sit down and have a, a moment of five minutes of silence, even if you'd like it. You're supposed to entertain. You're right. there on camera, not to sit down and do nothing. Um, and and I was watching a, a YouTube video, and there. Oh fuck! What was I saying? What was the What was the video saying? Uh fuck. <laughs> which one which youtube no it was a it was a video about it was one of his one of the people well it was one of his fans but one of his fans that he was tight with kind of thing like you know streamers will have this one person who always comes on the stream yeah and to the point where that person kind of makes their own fan base off of just being sure. known from the being a, a common sure, yeah. uh viewer of the stream and he made a video just like in his memory um fuck what was i saying he was he was talking he was talking about um fuck but either way either way, when it comes back to me i'll i'll, I'll say it but it's just it's just it's funny because i see people who i've had i've had someone say that to me i don't know if they were saying it just and that's the that's the fuck that's the funny thing i don't know if they were saying it for attention or they were literally like mm. saying about their angst about it but um, they were talking about how they always have to keep posting even if they're not in the mood to post because they need commissions. They need the money right. to keep making money and they need to please the followers. They need they need they need to keep posting. They need to keep posting. They need to post on their stories. They need to post the Instagram posts. They need to make something and and show it because if they don't, if they lose that consistency, the fans are going to stop pouring in they're gonna stop gaining followers they're gonna stop gaining virtual currency mm -hmm. and they're gonna stop in turn gaining real the real currency that is still not real and imaginary but like money they're gonna stop making money if they stop making getting followers and it's like nigga like that shit doesn't matter <laughs> it matters if 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 yeah you're making money off of it but i mean but, there's other routes like it's not absolutely necessary for you to have to make money through that route there's other ways it's not even there's also a balance though you know it's like yes it is your way of making it is your mainstream of income right now and i think that's why niggas have make sense in the and and saying that you should be able to make money while you sleep because then you're not lost in it right mm -hmm. it's 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 a machine working out even if you're not here right like it's like automated uh who fucking we can think of anyone here actually like elon uh steve like i'm thinking of the bigger ones but even like a small business you know it's good when you can be walking down the street knowing that it's functioning right it's being it you could go on a walk income. you could go on a walk you could decide to go on a on a on I don't know a, a day a dopamine fast day where you right. just well, stay away from anything. Everything's just running of, in the background. Yeah, it's just there. You don't need to be there for it to still be running, for it to be working. It's automated, hmm. and I think that's the, well, that's just the hard thing to be as a streamer. You can't automate that because they need you to be there to stream mm -hmm. and talk all the time. But it's just about being smart enough to make new streams of income from that main thing. Yeah make merch. merch make a patreon make Podcast. make like something that just that just that is automatic so that if you need to take a break you can you can take a break because that's the thing like they get lost they get so lost in it that they can't even get out and then it just becomes this loop to the point where it's too late and their mental is just completely destroyed and it's so and it's so it's it's so subtle how how it happens too it's just like the same thing happened. You you know Fusi Tube. Yeah. The same thing happened last year. Last year, this nigga has him. bipolar disorder. He was on meds for the longest time, and then, um, at a certain point, he decided to get off his meds and then replaced his meds with Adderall. Mm -hmm. And then he said the first time he took Adderall, he felt invincible. He felt like he didn't need his meds anymore, and he was on his tour in Australia. 
and he's like and then this crazy idea fell upon him probably just a manic episode starting and then he's like i want to do an event and organize it in six five days type of event that takes like a year to organize i'm going to organize it in five days i'm going to have a bunch of artists play i want to have a bunch of people and it's going to be like the king is back because he was falling out of relevancy mm. and i guess that was hurting his ego a bit and he was like i need to prove to myself that i'm, I'm the shit and then and all the of the summer of last year was one big manic episode one public manic episode that he was going through and we were all just laughing at him like i found it funny until he explained it until i watched a video of him explaining it after and until the etika thing happened and i actually saw what was going on he was just lost in that in that saw in the it's just the ego sauce it's just the rubbing right. your ego that you get lost in that game of just like I need to feel good about myself, my numbers, my numbers, my numbers. Right. Like he had bought his parents a home at that point, had a bunch of cars, Ferraris, had driven everything. So if that seems to be falling off a bit, your ego's like, fuck. And then you're also bipolar. <laughs> you just got off your meds. You're on Adderall. Adderall makes you feel like everything is just, you just feel like a crack. You just feel, Adderall's basically amphetamine, isn't it? I think so. Isn't, I'm pretty sure Adderall is just legal meth. It's just sugar coated meth. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not a doctor. I've, I've heard it. I've heard it some. I don't. Yeah, I don't know for sure. If I find the 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 ingredients somewhere online, I'll link it in the in the description. But I'm pretty sure one of the ingredients in there is either amphetamine or methamphetamine. I think it's an amphetamine. So you're on that. You're basically off meth. <laughs> and 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 you're like, let me create this event. Let me make myself. Let me let me god up myself. Let me let me tell everyone. Oh yeah, I'm on a positive energy wave. Um, like the the, the event was called "Hate Dies, Love Arrives." Uh, July fifteenth of of last year, he was like, "Drake's gonna be there." I I spoke to Drake. Drake didn't never spoke to him. They <laughs> they they asked Drake, never spoke to him. I spoke to Drake. I spoke to J Cole. J Cole is gonna be there. Snoop Dogg is gonna be there. That's the way wild. he did it to market it, he was like, he listed those names and he's like, but it's no official. Whoever shows up, shows up. But off those lists of people, any of them could show up. And it's like, there was a bomb threat for the event, mid-event. And then he just went to the back of a car on the top of, of his Uber driver's car and ranted for like 30 minutes about how he's God- one thing I'm finding very common about those guys is that they always have this God complex thing show up. Mm -hmm. And I think that's just bipolar, right? The high, when you just feel like you're unstoppable. And you just start talking about how you're the God who's going to come to save everyone. How you're the one who's going to make a difference. How, like the message as they're saying, it makes sense. I was sense. to a podcast and is uh, Ramdas. I don't know if you guys know Ramdas, but. I know Ramdas. Uh, spiritual teacher, whatever. Uh, Richard Alpert, blah, blah, blah. And his brother was uh he's in a mental hospital right and he's like i'm god like he, he said the same thing like i'm god i'm jesus i have all the power in the world blah 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 and he said the difference between like that like it, the difference between being crazy and just like a normal person or someone that's enlightened is that one the crazy person thinks he's god the enlightened person knows everyone is god yeah we're all god we're all just we're all in the same little dot. <laughs> we're all in that same dot. Um, it's a lot of uh, <laughs> it's a lot of pressure, man, to proclaim yourself as the only God. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> like you, yeah, you are, but you're not. You know, like you are, but you're not because everyone is. And to feel like you're so special, it's actually asking for. Just stop it and restart it. What so time you can does stop, it stop? checking. I don't know. Um. But it's I don't. It's just. And it's funny because the biggest the biggest step in those in those things. Actually, you know what's funny? Um, most of the, it's funny how most of those niggas when they're going crazy always bring up some kind of spiritual, mm. um, new agey shit though. It's like an out for them it's like oh no listen to me this is spiritual shit here sort of well, thing 
Or I, I mean, know. it's not. It doesn't even have to be. Maybe they're just going through something that's massively spiritual for them. Because like at that point, he's under so much stress. He's like, he's organizing that show, blah blah blah. It's like, can you do it? Yes or no? And that's like the breaking point of growth, basically. Because the way a lot of them, spiritual. The way a lot of them describe being manic is being feeling connected to everything. Mm. So. I feel like it's just it's just a state of of you're so connected to it you don't know what to do. It's just getting mm-hmm. overwhelmed by how all the factors how much closer it's like you know how it's it's an omnipresent thing. Right. Whatever this higher state is, it's an omnipresent it's always there. It's just you accessing it through however tools you choose to access it. What if they just access it in their own way but the, the, they just don't know how to deal with it because one, it's probably very overwhelming. We've had trips. Be, yeah. We've had trips. It's just it's very overwhelming once it hits, and if you're not ready for it, you could get lost. Because I mean, what is possibly it? Possibly never come back. What is it when you're peaking? It's like oh my god, like yeah. you feel fearless. If you're if that's the trip you're having, you feel you feel fearless. You're like, dude, me at my peak, I crossed the street like while cars were going by. I was like, I don't give a f- they're going to stop. And they stopped. But there could be that one crazy nigga right. who's just like, fuck this kid. You know? So it's like, I feel like it's it's almost, I, I don't know because I don't have that shit. And I don't want to, like, make up sy- symptoms or make shit seems or romanticize it. But they always describe it in a way that it just feels like they're in a higher state. Mm. and And their actions just don't know. Action-wise, they just don't know what to do with it. And they don't think... I feel like they just don't think about it. Or at least they don't have the ability to think about it, which is where it becomes a disorder, is because they're in that state, but action-wise, they can't control right. anything. They just get put in the driver's seat, but it's a Ferrari. <laughs> right. And they just watch someone... It's like just, knowing everything in the world, but uh, you're just a brain. You can't, yeah, you can't just, tell people, you can't teach people, you can't act on it. <laughs> I feel like I feel like which sucks. Yeah, cause cause they like, I've I've seen Fusi's interviews. I mean, his actions were fully, fully, fully opposite of what he was saying. Like he was talking about positivity, blah blah. blah. But as soon as someone challenged him, he would get hmm. aggressive. He would call him a bitch, and it's like contradicting himself like on the spot. But the words, the the, the the ideas that were coming out of them made a lot of sense. It's just the execution of those ideas were was completely off. So I feel like in in terms of, of, of mental like not necessarily mental, just ideas and and, and whatever they're communicating communicating, it's not actually negative. It's just their actions from that just seems like is where the problem is. Right, which devalues their message. Yeah, it's just the actions themselves seems like you you're actually in the in the in the passenger seat watching some nigga just drive a ferrari completely recklessly like crash it when you could be in the driver's seat i think that's the disorder part of it where you're just i don't know i'm just guessing i haven't done research on on many things i just feel like you put you get put in the driver's seat of a very very luxurious car (laughs) and watch someone crash it down which is you but it's not you and your only way of not having that happen is by getting rid of the car and getting in a Honda. And that's the only way you can drive, which is what the meds do. The meds numb you, but it's the only time you're not going, you're not doing stupid things. Right. And they, at that point, you can only drive that Civic. You so can't even get out of the car. You're reliant on those drugs to the point, like, you'll go crazy if you don't have it. And I'm sure there is alternatives. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. I'm sure there's alternatives. 100%. All, like like there's probably well, I mean it depends on the person too some people it just doesn't resonate with them um but I don't know therapy meditation meditation <laughs> meditation therapy. psychedelics DMT could probably fix you mm-hmm. to some extent in the DM- controlled uh, DMT, controlled environment yeah DMT destroys you so just to rebuild you back up so um I feel like that would probably help I think there's a lot of research about DMT being good for treatment of like, well, it's mainly depression that niggas are treating. Niggas don't really care about anything else right now, it seems, because everyone's depressed. And and 
And niggas don't have ADD anymore. Niggas have smartphones. What do you mean? It's not AD like attention deficit. It's not oh, okay. Everybody has ADHD it. is its own thing because hyperactivity part is like its own thing. But I've seen someone with ADHD like it's pretty like mm-hmm. they just they can't sit still. Um, ADD though, that's just it's just becoming blurred. Right, we can't focus for too long. It's becoming a blurred thing because we're giving ourselves that. Like we're we're developing it within us through our like our actions, because we technically all have ADD. Right. We we have we have zero ability to be bored anymore. <laughs> like we run away from that. Well, we have to be getting some sort of stimulation at all times. And on the other side of that, it's like uh, yesterday I was reading a book, right? And I could uh, I could feel like mosquito bites. Like it's already. It's a mosquito bite that, like, some mosquito bit me, and now it's, now I need to itch it. But I was just watching it, like, just watching it. Don't, yeah, don't touch that. it. When you just, get an itch, you just watch just it. Just watch it and see how long it takes. It goes away. It goes away, man. <laughs> it goes like, away. The next page is gone. It's funny because itching it is bad for it, right? I bet. Scratching it Probably, is bad for it, I'm pretty how, sure. Like, it's, you're, you're, your body you're takes satisfying care of it. The, the reaction. It's like, yes, it feels, it feels good. The reaction, yeah. yeah, it feels good once you, once you scratch it. So... So you're kind of acknowledging that there is a problem. So next thing you know, there's a bump. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah, we're giving ourselves ADD. I'm con- like, where are like, we going with this? I don't know. Um, I didn't. I didn't know if I was going to talk about this for too long. I guess we'll we'll leave the fashion like thing for thirty minutes in. Yeah. We'll leave the fashion <laughs> thing for another episode. Because the the mood of this episode is fully just like, just don't kill yourself, please. Yeah. Because, like, suicide doesn't happen to you. Like, it happens to the people around you. Yeah. Like, like once, you're, once you're gone, you're gone. Like, you're I mean, gone. you might come back next lifetime, but you don't even remember who you were. But it's yeah, just, it's, it's I, I know, I know it's, the thing is, it's just, once you're, it's just, it's just the thing, uh, I don't know who said it, I think it was Sadhguru, actually, who described meditation that way. He's like, it's just being in traffic. You're in traffic. It's going slow. You've been there two hours. You're like, fuck, I want to kill everyone around me and just move forward. I want to explode every single car. But if you're in that blimp, you can see that there's an accident right. there. Someone is severely hurt. Right. And they need the medical attention and they need to slow down the traffic so they could take care of the situation. There's a reason for it. There's a reason for you this. see the reason for yeah. it. You see the possible detours you could take to go faster. And you just see the beauty of that dance that is just like society in the world is moving um and it's like but once you're in it it's so hard yeah. and that's the thing when you're in rock bottom and everything and it feels is worse. so rough it's like, it's like when i was in the meditation trip like when i wanted it to be done is when it when went it slower right yeah. that's when it went slower it's just and it's like it's the opposite like if you're just relaxed uh like duncan trussell was uh, saying this like every every decision you make you're choosing which direction to go in the multiverse right so let's say you get to you go you're going to starbucks but you're like you're just you're agitated you're just like fuck i'm not trying to wait in line i'm in a rush blah 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 you're gonna have to wait in line there's gonna be a huge lineup you're gonna have to wait in that line yeah you're gonna but, you're gonna have to <laughs> yeah. but if you're just going there relaxed you know like you have no stress there might not even be a line and then next thing you know you look behind you there's like 15 people behind you having that have to wait behind you. You manifested that fucking line, yeah. <laughs> worrying about it. Um, yeah, dude, it's just. It's and that's just, real in every sense. I think I think it's human nature in a way to just not really fully be able to grasp things as you're in it. That's why which, we're I mean, so bad okay. with the present. That's which why we're is, so which we is totally suck. Fine, man. It's like, yeah, that's the thing. Like you don't. Everything is happening all at once. The trick is to like just slow down, and what like. What can you do from where you're sitting? It's just realistically, you, like, all you can really do is feel your senses, right? What Nigga can forgot do? about the mic. Oh yeah, fuck. <laughs> right? It's like, well, what can you do sitting right here to change so everything? Like, everything at you once. can't do anything. Like, all you can do is just take a small step. You just can keep just breathing. Stop looking. It's 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 all paradoxes, but like look at the big picture, but don't sit, don't dwell on the bigger picture. Right. Acknowledge the bigger picture, but but break it down to its small its small pieces. It's like, like slow, slow down to speed up, right? Like how many times have you ever like been cooking, 
something and you're like on your phone because you want to maybe look for a podcast next thing you know your eggs are burnt yeah you because you were trying to find the reset. best thing yeah you're tr- yeah you're trying to find a <laughs> distraction um but it's it's like it's like cleaning i don't know cleaning your room i use that uh actually one of the biggest things i learned from actually working at h&m is that it's the is the looking at the bigger picture but knowing that you have to take a piece piece by piece when i'm cleaning my, my department if let's say i don't know on, on a busy day and it, no one's been there for an hour so it's like it's fully shit like the tables are trashed the, the racks are fully like messy it's a, it's a messy it's it's it, yeah it's a mess um <laughs> it's a messy it's a messy so someone did a big messy oh why is there so many bikes is there a, is there one more oh i wouldn't one more. anyways um i see that it's so easy to see that and just go, oh, fuck. Like, mm-hmm. how the fuck am I going to do all of this? Because the way the brain, I feel like, interprets these things is that it feels like it has to fix it all in one go. Mm-hmm. It has to be solved right now. You, you know how it looked it. like? Yeah, you know how it looked like when it was clean? And your idea of seeing it dirty is how are you going to bring it back to clean right now? Mm-hmm. That's how the brain sees it. But what you're supposed to do is just go, fuck. Like, okay, it's shit. It's fully shit. I'm acknowledging. I'm acknowledging this whole mess. Okay, let me give myself two hours. Let me start with one shop. Let me start with one table. Right, one piece of cloth at a time. Let me start with one garment. Let me fold this one garment first. That's my first step. It's the same thing with just just life. Anything else in life, it's like if if things are shit, like that's not something that's happening to you. Did you know that we can make like manure? out of our own shit what's manure again it's uh soil oh well yeah well yeah and in the martian of course in the martian, martian he 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 makes the first uh garden plantation thing mm. he grows potatoes first potatoes growing in mars using his shit i think there's real science involved he just used his shit and yeah, mixed when it I was with the yoga thing like two weeks ago there's this book called human manure Human noise. It's interesting. <laughs> the, the, the word they used was refuse, so it's not it's not waste. It's refuse. It's something that we don't have. We don't find value for it anymore, so we throw it out. Yeah, we just flush it down. Yeah. <laughs> and we did like we do that so much. We do that so much nowadays, man. Like how much? I shot how much times? This morning how much like times do you buy hours. shit, and you'll only use it once, and, and you, you just, just throw, throw it, it out? Yeah. People like clothes. People brag about that. Really. Well, I mean, rappers do, but that's just, that's the art. But um, people, you see people in halls, they're like, yeah, I'm buying this. I've seen people oh, yeah, come, to, come to the store at, at H&M, buy something, and they're like, yeah, but like, Ugh. by the time I come back, like, from the vacation, I won't need this anymore. I'm going to throw it out. That's so fucked. Like, you think that's not doing anything at all, but everybody's doing it. One time, like, that, one times how many people? Fucking billions? Fucking shit up. This is a kind of good sweat of fuck. This is kind of a good segue to the fashion. Thing. I want to give it its own episode, man. I'll just give you a stat. So, uh, fashion is actually the second most polluting industry worldwide, second only to oil, and that's because, well, it's like, think of the process it has to go through to make one shirt. I want to go to like a manufacturing place and see how it actually oh God, happens. So we should like go you there to, and like record to, it. First of all, you need the textile to make the textile. You need I think it's like 27 Oh shit, it's a spider. liters of water for Get one off. shirt. That's fucked. 2700 liters of water for how, one shirt. How many bottles would you just say that is? Oh, nigga, that's a lot of that's bottles. That's a lot of bottles. That's, this is 500. That's around 50. Yeah. It's around yeah. 5 This is 500 little, milliliters. Little more than 50 500 milliliters roughly. So Oh shit, that's yeah, that's no, five. That's like way more, bro. That's five hundred milliliters. Twenty-seven hundred liters. Twenty-seven hundred. Oh shit! Oh yeah. shit, nigga, that's like five thousand bottles plus. It's probably six to seven thousand bottles of water. And like, like now, to make like, one shirt. Yeah, and which the the shirt doesn't even last you long. Like you go, you're shopping Whoa. at H and M. You're shopping at fucking wherever for Forever Twenty One. Shirts are not made to last. They're made to just fast fashion. Fast fashion, right? And how long does do those clothes last you? They'll maybe like. If you wear three months, if you wear it every single day. It's the only time the present is bad. What do you mean? <laughs> because they're trying to be Presents. trendy. They're trying to follow what's good oh, right now. Yeah, yeah. 
and not really regard what's going like well, how that could affect well, how that's things not will even be. The present. That's that's your that's your mind uh, being gravitated to something from the past that you've seen that's glorified, right? So it's like, oh, ASAP Rocky wore this. Yeah. Let's market it. Blah blah blah. I saw that commercial. I need. I need it too. Let's have him on the. Let's have him on the face of our ad, and then people who look up to him and know that he's a sex <laughs> icon. It's funny, like. Are gonna try to are gonna think that they can be sex icons by wearing that same thing when it's not really that the clothes he wears makes him a sex icon. It's just his attitude. Right. It's it's something he he developed within within himself. He developed it within himself. It's called confidence. The reason why Rocky is so attractive is because he knows he's attractive. A dangerous person is not a pretty person. A dangerous person is a pretty person who knows they're pretty. Like, Mm. duh. (laughs) It's an attitude. That's what that's what makes him so attractive. It's not you. I mean, yeah, he looks good. Aspect of it. Yeah, he looks good. Something you can't grab. Can you grab that? Can you grab his attitude? No, you can't. No, you, you can't can grab his attitude. It. You can't grab his confidence. Yeah. You can, you can, what you can do is emulate it yeah. and develop it within yourself and stop trying to buy clothes that he wears, expecting it to make you to, to feel good. That's why, that's why you're broke. That's why you're spending so much money because he's going to keep evolving his style because to him, it's something he loves and he enjoys. So he's going to keep figuring out new things. And no matter what he wears, the fact that he's so confident, he's going to feel good in it. Right. And he's gonna look good in it, and 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 turn, and you're gonna be there, stupid ass nigga. You're gonna see him looking good as shit, wearing cool shit. You're gonna think, oh, let me wear this too. Maybe that will make me cool. No, you make yourself cool, yeah, dumbass nigga. Gotta buy this Adidas tracksuit to flex. <laughs> <laughs> let me wears it every single day until it's fucking until, greasy. Until until whoever he's taking it from starts wearing the Puma tracksuit, and then now he's wearing Puma tracksuit, and Adidas is lame. It's like, mm. shut the fuck up, nigga. It's all within you. It's all some, like, it's, the answer is never outside of yourself. The, the first step that you can take is within yourself, my guy. You, what difference will you make? What, shut differ- the fuck up, you what difference will you make? A massive difference. Rocky made a difference. Rocky by himself made a difference. Steve by himself made a difference. I, I mean, mean his ideas. I mean, that's over time too. But even like yeah, over his entire life. What, what people want to say is it's called patience. Instant. So they want to see it instantly. It's called delayed gratification. The best gratification that exists because it lasts beyond your lifetime. It's that gratification lasts beyond. Steve is fucking dead, my nigga. I'm recording this on a MacBook Pro in 2019. Steve died in what 2012? Fuck. I don't even know. Apple is still live and direct, like many stores making money. First trillion dollar company. It became a trillion dollar company after Steve died. And it's Steve's company. Delayed gratification. I love Steve, bro. I love Steve. Steve was a flawed human being, but he never pretended that he wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Silence. Silence. What do you want to talk about now? How we much can, time are we? We can wrap it up. It's 46 minutes. 46. Yeah, you. All right. To wrap this up, um, don't don't look for the answers outside of yourself, but do seek help if you think you need it. Only you know what you actually need, um, which is funny because you'll, you'll, it won't feel this way in the moment, but if you actually do take the moment to step back and actually like, stay away from external stimulation stay within yourself you'll find the answer we have the capability to use all the tools in this world but people don't know which tools are best for them or that even they even exist people don't know go learn people have all the tools they keep making new tools but they're not really figuring out how to use them they're making new tools but they're not figuring out new tools which are they already have i mean they work but it's just a long long long-winded way of fucking back to the ancient tools that <laughs> yeah. we've already had that are, that have already been established they're established for a reason they still exist for a reason because they work take a moment step back and get on the blimp so you could see where what's causing the traffic if there is a route you could take to get out or if you just have to wait it out 
if you have to wait it out, just wait it out. Close your eyes. <laughs> you don't need to. I do that to, way more now. Just like whenever I'm waiting for shit, I just, just meditate. Just, just close. You, you don't even need to close your eyes. Just like just just watch. Pay attention to this particular yeah. smell. Watch a particular object, an animal, a bird, a ant, an ant, a person. Watch them Fuck. be. See if you're waiting for the up. bus and you're bored, stand on one leg even. Yeah. See just, how long you can hold that. Just, Bro, people can't even do that, huh? What, stand on one leg? Yeah, for too long? Yeah, because we, we just don't do it. You know what else is crazy? What's the point, quote unquote? You know what, you know what else is crazy? Balance. We sit we point. sit on chairs that support our back, so now we can't even support our own. Bro, like my posture's so fucked. You heard that in the podcast. No, I said it, I said it uh, using my voice box. Well, it, That's yeah, true, though. I got it from my own head. That's true, though. We're relying too much on shit that is yeah, outside of ourselves yeah, to the point where we, we can't we can't support our own selves. We're 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 like relying so much on shit outside of ourselves to support us that we can't support our own selves, which is something that we're intrinsically capable of doing. But it takes time and effort to become good at it. So I we started don't sitting bother. on the ground way more. Like, well, not way more. I do like when I'm at home and I'm just on my desk table, whatever. I'm only sitting on the ground now. Which is, like, I can feel my hips opening up more. Do you work on the floor? Yeah, if you can. But, I mean, yeah, you don't want to ruin yeah. your posture either. Like, there's still, you can still ruin your posture by mm. not sitting, by sitting on the ground, just thinking you're doing something good. But, but yeah, just, just, just if you need to stay in traffic and wait for the problem in, in front of you to be fixed, It'll be just, fixed. If it's bro, outside just, of your control, if the problem is outside of your control, just wait for it to be fixed. And even the, life is balanced. The saying of like enjoy the process. Like you, you really can enjoy. Yeah, stop every being obsessed. Single thing. Like stop even being bro, obsessed with results. Enjoy, enjoy the agony of the fucking mosquito bite. Enjoy like, yes, enjoy oh. sadness, enjoy pain, and enjoy this. Enjoy the suffering exists once you resist it. Suffering only exists. Right. The problem only exists. Pain and suffering are two you, different things. Once you think it's a problem. If it's like, if you don't even... It's all in your right. fucking mind, bro. <laughs> it's all in your mind. The world you're seeing, you're processing it through your and fucking mind. I was, I was thinking like, brain. bro, like, how come how come corpses don't need to itch their mosquito bites? <laughs> there's no brain in there, right? Because they're, yeah. I mean, there's no mind in there, but... They don't, they don't worry about that. That they shit don't, worry don't about exist it, anymore. Yeah. They're dead. And we still have the power to do that ourselves. <laughs> they're fucking dead. Um, What time? Oh, shit, it's four. Okay. Um, yeah, we're we going to wrap up. We're gonna yeah we're gonna do some sh some street photography but uh yeah um, taking unconsented photos of strangers hell right? yeah but listen props, props, props. but listen it's all in your it's all in your head before you before you take drugs before you take pharmaceutical drugs before you do anything Wait, before you yes. try to before find before you do anything close your eyes and ask yourself indeed does it exist on the back of the shirt <laughs> oh yeah it's in it. does it yeah close your eyes does it still exist but y yeah fucking before you do anything before you go out and conclude that you need to numb yourself mentally physically emotionally so you don't feel the problem figure out if the solution is something that is external because a lot of the times a lot of the times the solution is inside of you. I mean, it, it never is time. outside of you. Because, like, I'm, I'm realizing, like, yeah, cause I'm, if you I'm, need I mean, help, I'm trying to live if in a help, more sustainable you manner. You still need to go yourself that to tell yourself that you need help. It's still right. something you have to and figure like, out by yourself. To be really successful, or not successful, I don't know what the right word is, but I'm just trying to live in a way that's sustainable. So, like, in a way that doesn't burden other people or myself like if i need if i if i need to sit and i need a chair that's fucked if i if i haven't eaten for a day but i'm starving and I, i'm i'm like itching for food that's and, and it's like and it's an extreme like that's a problem you're a burden to other people because you can't you can't sustain yourself so just try i mean just try to make things harder not harder but yes harder too Right? So you can sustain yourself. Growth lies on the other side of discomfort and fear. So if it scares you and makes you dis uncomfortable... Comfort kills, so kill is, comfort. It is, yes. It is, it is. If it makes you feel uncomfortable, it is probably worthwhile. Take cold showers. Meditate. Meditate and the actual meditation posture because it'll hurt. Try not to move. Observe the pain. 
get yourself in pain not pain where your life could be in danger but pain where you where it's it's like you Hormesis, it's it's a, right? it becomes a mind game it's like working out get yourself in pain to the point where it becomes huh. a game of pain and suffering where you had where taking, you can taking we're just like tickling our egos right now because we, we've been trying to wrap up but we're just trying to like give them yeah i'm just trying to give knowledge. a, a final little message because the whole the whole way we started this was about this whole mental stuff it's yeah. like and it's it's I mean, it's a yeah, it's a game is, it's a game you build it's a it's a it's a thing you build slow stress slowly. is your friend right Cause, like the the concept of hermesis which is think of a parabola and on the very top of that parabola is optimal dose optimal so her hormesis is a minimal dose that's super optimal or super conducive to growth so that's how vaccines work they inject you with the actual disease the minimum amount so that you can your body can fight it off and you become stronger so that top of the top of the parabola is the optimal her hermetic dose destroy any more than that you start declining you start it starts becoming diminishing returns so just trying to play with that i mean that's what we do when we work out right you stretch your muscles. Yeah, you destroy it just enough, not too much to the point where it can't build itself. You destroy it enough so that it can build itself back up. And even doing that smartly, like, like not even, like doing it the perfect amount so you're not even sore the next day, or or maybe to the point where you're a little bit sore, but you can still keep going. Like yeah. you know when you're you're sore in the morning, you wake up and you're just like you're just tight. There's good. But the sore. moment you start moving. You're okay. Yeah, there's good sore and bad sore. There's bad, bad sore, bad feeling sore is like you can't move, you can't function. It hurts to function, but good sore is like it just hurts. It just you just feel the 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 work that you just feel the exercise from the day before, but it doesn't stop you from being able to function as in normally. Like it doesn't hurt you to do a specific type of movement. I mean, you could feel you could feel the the effort from the day before. You can feel your muscles being depleted and being rebuilt back, but. You can still function. You're not completely and just the broken. Re repetition aspect of it too. If you only do it once, once a month, it's like you're not going to do anything. You're not doing anything. But if you do it, like maybe I ran four six times, times this, this last month, which is mm. trash. But I'm going to go for more this month. Um, but yeah, uh, just um, uh, don't be stupid. Don't kill yourself. Life is all balanced. Um, Humans are very, very, very programmed to pay more attention to negatives than positives. So once you, the negatives, if it seems like there's more negatives in your life than positives, it's probably just your perception of what's going on around you that's really making you think this way. Uh, you could probably always find something that's going good. And if Navigate if, the multiverse. And if nothing's going good, it means you've hit rock bottom, which is good news, which means I can only go up from there. Uh, ah uh life life you can't always be on a high all the time so stop chasing highs stop chasing happiness that is the number one <laughs> path to being sad all the time <laughs> whatever man you already know all this shit we don't need to tell you you just you just procrastinating you're just resisting but if you're very very sad um talk to someone and tell you actually admit to yourself that you're sad and stop Stop letting your ego fucking <laughs> stop letting your ego betray you into believing that you're not sad to the point where it'll be too late. You don't ever want to get to the point where it feels like it's too late because then your mind just gets on a then it, it's actually a mindset. And a mindset is hard to get out of. Yeah. So if you get into that mindset that it's too late, stay away from that. It's never ever 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 Have you heard ever of too late. Mirror neurons? No. Oh, yeah. You probably know what it is. I think I know. Yeah, what is it? Like, it kind of relates to morphic fields as well, because it's like if you're in, if you're in a room of people who are super sad, you're gonna feel it, and your and your neurons, right, right, exactly, and you're, yeah, just being in that room is gonna put you down. So maybe get around more positive energy too. Yeah. Maybe that might help. Go around a class of a yoga class, a meditation class, enroll in something that might make you feel good. See if your friends are actually in a good mind state themselves. Find people you look up to that are close to you. Maybe speak to those people and, and get their knowledge binge, and energy. Binge on podcasts <laughs> that are positive. Yeah, and if you can't find anyone in the physical 
thank God you're born in one of the best times to ever be alive. You have the internet, you have books, you have podcasts, you have audio books. You can you can surround yourself with positive energy and mentors that aren't necessarily physically there. They could just be like a person on the other side of the screen giving you crazy ideas, crazy new information, crazy new knowledge and making you feel. And also the easiest way to feel good about yourself is to make someone else feel good. Yes, that too. Oh my God, yes. If you're fucking sad and you feel like it's you're getting to that point where it's too late, go help someone. Go help someone. Service. But open the door for somebody. Don't look down so much to see who you can help. Give this homeless person some food. Just, or if you know, if you're smart, like, not smart. <laughs> if, you, smart. If, you, if you know something about a certain topic, I don't know, maybe Get you know about it. technology, computers, help someone that's in need of it. Or anything. Look at my waveforms compared to yours. Yeah. That's my voice, bitch. I'm dominant, nigga. <laughs> I'm just, but I'm yes, just, uh, I'm just chilling. Don't chase happiness. Don't chase anything. Just sit down and do nothing. <clears throat> and then you'll become everything because everything is nothing and nothing is everything. Give us if money. You close your eyes, you can hear yourself breathing. Give us money. <laughs> <laughs>